Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And thanks to the help you get from ASC certified technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. We'll help you keep it running. If you have issues with your car, your truck, your van, and you need to bring it in for some service, but you want to know ahead of time what could be uh, ailing, uh, why don't you give Dan a call or send Dan a text? It's the same number, 651-461-9226 here on our Car Care Show. Dan's helped our CCO listeners out. You know, I can't believe it, Dan. I, I, I think I would probably be safe to say it is approaching 30 years. Does that sound right? That could be. Yeah, that's a, that's a long time, isn't it, Denny? You must have been a young 10-year-old mechanic I when just, you first started. I was just going to say that about you. You must have just been, you know, getting, <laughs> Out of high your, school. getting your voice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right after puberty. That's yeah, right. Really. Yeah. But Dan has helped our, our listeners out for a long time. We appreciate it. I know they do, too, as well. Uh, so don't wait. Dan is going to be with us till Jack Farrell steps in with his wine chat at 745. So by all means, take advantage of Dan's expertise. Call it in or text it in again, 651-461-9226. I was in, uh, I didn't see you, but I was in uh, a couple days ago at Lloyd's. I, f- I finally broke down and said, you know what, I, Dan has told me I better keep watching those breaks, uh, that uh, it's going to be due one of these days. So I thought, doggone it, but, you know, it's a safety issue. I better get going. So I made an appointment and was in, uh, what was it, Thursday morning, I think it was. And, uh, or no. Was it Tuesday? I can't remember. It was this past week. But uh, what was nice about it, besides visiting with uh, with Nick and, and Jimmy, uh, I had the chance to uh, get some breakfast. That's one thing I like about that avenue. You can bring your car in. You walk down the street and get some coffee and breakfast and shop and all of that. I wanted to ask you uh, with uh, the, the brakes, and I haven't dealt with brakes. Certainly, I've never done it myself. But what kind, have brakes changed? Has have the materials changed? Certainly, you know, drum brakes versus uh, you know, disc brakes. I mean, give us some uh, you know, one oh one of of brakes these days. What what's the deal? Well, I th- I think that they're uh, basically the same. You know, there there are still some vehicles that are made with. Uh, I don't know of any vehicles that are made with front drum brakes anymore, but there's still some made with rear drum brakes and. Uh, you know the the but the uh, front disc brake system has uh, pretty much been the same forever. You know most of my career for sure, and uh, over the years, of course, 
the materials that they use have been refined and improved and uh, are much, much better. And uh, I know we had a little trouble with your car with squeaking brakes, which is nobody's fault. It's just the way that it is. And uh, the solution is change them. <clears throat> For some The solution is to change them. For some reason, the <clears throat> two materials between the pads and the rotors meeting uh, created a noise, a harmonic noise, and uh, there's no great solution to repair that other than they're just not happy together. So the best thing to do is put a different set of something on, and in most cases we change both the pads and rotors again. A lot of people will ask, uh, you know, whatever happened to machining rotors, to turning rotors? Oh, yeah. Two things happened, Denny. <clears throat> Number one is the brake pads over the years have gotten so efficient that they last so long that the brake rotors actually wear also, uh, and they get too thin <clears throat> to be able to be machined or uh, put on a brake lathe and made smooth again. There's just not enough metal left to do that. And secondly, labor costs have gotten so high that uh, most of the time the brake rotors are cheaper than what it would be to pay somebody to uh, machine them. So it's just it's just gotten too expensive to machine them anymore. And so more often than not, the well, almost always the brake rotors will also need to be replaced. And uh more often than not they'll they'll uh uh you know the the, the rotors are too thin uh to be replaced or mm. they'll need to be replaced. Interesting. All right. I'll tell you what let's do, Dan. Let's uh, grab a call from Ron, who is calling in from Prior Lake just before we take a break. Ron, thank you. What's your question for Dan Burns? Yeah, Dan. Say, last week you mentioned about thefts of catalytic converters in my son. Thank you. What's your question for Dan Burns? Yeah, Dan. Say, last week you mentioned about thefts of catalytic converters in my son's uh, converter was stolen as 2007 uh, Honda Element. And it required... Um, they put in a universal converter and O2 sensor, which was also lost in the process. But since it was replaced, he's noticed that there's somewhat of a loss of acceleration. I was wondering, is there some kind of computer reset that's required on this uh, 2007 Honda Element? Uh, or does that reset automatically over time? Or is this just to be expected when you when you lose your catalytic converter? Yeah, no, they're... they're doesn't need to be a, a reset. If the check engine light is not on, then the computer system must be happy with the converter that they put on. <clears throat> if the uh, if he's noticing that there's a significant loss of power since they knew the or put the new catalytic converter on, that could be a problem, and that could be a problem in the converter that they put on if the, it's not letting. Uh, the exhaust through like the old one did. Uh, so that might be something you'll have to take back to whoever put your converter in and and see what they think about that. The good news about putting an aftermarket converter in is it's a lot cheaper and the thieves don't be sent or don't seem to be interested in them because there's not the value uh, of the metals in there. The bad news about an aftermarket converter is they're more universal and they might be a little different than the 
converter that they stole. So that might be that might be something that you'll have to take up with the, like I say the person that installed it and and they might have to check their work a little bit and see what's going on. The saga continues with uh, catalytic converter thefts. My goodness. One of these days the insurance company is going to say enough. Yeah, they're going to get tired of it. That's yeah. the, that's the good news and they ha- they are the ones that have some clout. So maybe they'll yep. do something about it. Hope so. All right. I'll tell you what, we have callers. Uh, you callers on the line, stay there. We're going to grab your calls when we come back. And if you would rather send your car care question via text, it is the same number, 651-461-9226. We're in the midst of our car care show here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And the current uh, CCO temperature reading, 56 degrees going for near 75, but a windy and wet day. We'll be right back here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And a good Saturday morning to you, Denny Long, here along with ASC Certified Technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul, answering your car care questions till just about 7.45. Uh, Dan, we have callers and we have texters on the line, but for those that maybe are new to the show, uh, where the heck is Lloyd's Automotive located there on Grand? Well, as you know, Denny, we are at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria on Grand Avenue in St. Paul. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or give us a call as soon as this morning at 651-228-1316. Very good. We'll get you that number before Dan leaves us today, which is close to 745. Uh, all right, let's let's uh, let's get back to the phones and the text messages. Uh, Richard, I believe, is first up here on the phone calling in from uh, Minneapolis this morning. Richard, thank you. What's uh, your question for Dan? Um, good morning, Dan. Um, I've got a uh, 2011 Quest. It has 100,000 miles on it, and it has a rough idle after it warms up. Uh, there's no check engine light. There's no stored codes. It drops a few hundred RPMs and then comes back after it warms up. I cleaned the throttle body and didn't seem to help. Uh, I was wondering about idle control valve. What's your thought? Yeah, well, it, that could be, um, and, it, and it actually could be that the that there is you clean the throttle body, but there's also the possibility that somewhere in the throttle body or in the intake there's some carbon buildup that is uh, causing a lack of air to get in there. However, uh, it must not be too bad or the check engine light would be on. You know, it would be a lean uh, situation or a rich situation or something going on that would cause the check engine light um, to come on. But, uh, you know, usually a low idle... uh, uh, is caused by a lack of air. And so that's the kind of thing that you should be looking for. And, you know, maybe as simple as the air filter. <laughs> that's uh, one thing that, that we've discovered is, you know, a neglect of the air filter causes a, a blockage, actually, and uh, and can cause some idling issues. Um, but that's what I would be looking for is, is a, either a lack of air getting in or a vacuum problem. Uh, that's going on that would be causing the poor idol. All right. 
Let's see who's been waiting in the wings here. Nancy, I believe, is calling in from Rochester, Minnesota this uh, this morning. Thanks for waiting, Nancy. What's your question for Dan? Hi. Um, um, uh, I listen to you guys every Saturday, so I really enjoy your program. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Okay, my question is that I've got a uh, 2012 Honda Accord, and I have not driven it all winter and maybe even before that. Anyway, it uh, before I... Before I uh, stopped driving, it was in perfect condition, and now it's completely dead. What, what do I do? How, how do I get this going? I mean, even the, even the, lock buttons don't work. You know, the, yeah. so I, yeah. what do I? What what do I? Uh, how do I do this? Well, you, <clears throat> what's wrong is your battery has gone completely dead over the winter, and uh, there's a chance that your battery's been ruined if it if it happened during the severe cold and the battery froze, then uh, there's a good chance that the battery is, is, uh, has been ruined and will need to be replaced. But in the meantime, uh, what you're hoping for is a friend or neighbor that can come over and, and try giving you a jump start and uh, getting the car started and going again. And uh, on a warm day like today, uh, if that might work. That There's a good chance that that would... Uh, would happen that you could jump start it and get it going and uh if it does not then you know i don't know if if you have anybody that's capable you or if anybody else you know is capable of changing the battery where it sits but uh, that's probably going to ultimately be the solution is that it's going to need a new battery all right well good luck with that yeah it'd be good like you said uh, a warm day might be a good time to get that done today especially near 75 all right, thank you for that. Uh, let's see, we've got some text messages I don't want to forget about. Uh, good morning. This one says, I wanted to know if different types of gas that you get when filling up your tank gives better gas mileage than others. What do you think, Dan? Well, uh, gas is an interesting thing uh, that we've talked about. You know, uh, uh, um, gasoline that has alcohol mixed in it, which uh, is very common now. Um, in fact, I think most gas has alcohol mixed in it does not have quite as much energy in it as pure um, uh, um, gasoline, you know, pure crude gasoline that's 100% uh, made from crude oil. And uh, the alcohol part of it does not have as much energy. And the other thing that we've learned, Denny, is that uh, premium fuel does not have anything to do with energy. The premium fuel does not have any more energy in it in order in other to in order to give you better gas mileage. What the premium fuel has is a resistance to pre-ignition or knock. And uh, certainly, if if your vehicle's pinging and knocking on acceleration, that'll be bad for your gas mileage. But if it's not, then the premium gas isn't necessary and does not give you better gas mileage because there's just no more energy in it. Yeah, makes sense. All right, we need to take a break. We're going to have a look at that forecast. We have a few minutes remaining in the show. Here's our phone number, also the text number, 651-461-9226 on our Car Care Show on News Talk 830 WCCO.
Hey, good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here, along with ASC Certified Technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive at St. Paul, helping you out like he's done for so many years. Dan, I know our time is limited, and uh, we do have a bunch of text messages. I want to see if we can't help our listeners out in that department. Here's one interesting. Hey, guys, it says, since we don't have emission checking anymore, can't we just bypass the catalytic converter? <laughs> <laughs> It's illegal. Uh, yeah. That's uh, that's a that's a federal mandate that your car be equipped with a catalytic converter, and so yeah, no, uh, I certainly can't uh, bypass it for you, and uh, and it's not legal for you to do it either. So there. Twenty here's another one, uh, Dan. Twenty fourteen F one fifty. The check engine light code says turbo exhaust gate issue. Any simple solution for this? Would you think? Well, no. I mean, I, I don't know if there's a simple solution. If the the it's a valve in the turbo that allows extra pressure to blow off, and if that's happening prematurely or late or not at all, uh, it's going to set that code. And um, you know, there's a whole bunch of things that could cause that, including a bad turbo. Um, so you'll probably need to bring that in and get some uh, professional help on that. Okay. This listener says they have a 2013 Impala LTZ. I had my tires balanced, they said, twice in a month, but still have a rough ride. Is there anything else I can check that would that would make it feel out of balance? Well, if it feels out of balance, it probably is. And uh, the people that balanced your tires uh, should have been looking for any kind of defect in the tire because you can certainly balance a tire and get it to read zero on the balance machine. But if the tire is not round anymore or if the belt is becoming separated, then when you actually put it on the ground, it's not going to feel smooth anymore. So, you know, the solution would be to determine if the vibration that you're feeling is coming from the front or the rear. Are you feeling it in the steering wheel or are you feeling it in the seat of the car? And then what I would do is rotate the tires and see if the vibration moves. In other words, if it goes from the front to the rear or from the rear to the front, when you rotate the tires, then you know that you have a bad tire. And if that's the case and you've already balanced it, then either the tire is going to need to be replaced or uh, when they're doing that or in this process, they should be checking the wheels to be sure that one of the wheels don't have a bend in them also. But ultimately, you might plan that you're going to need a a tire or two or four uh, to take care of that balance problem. Okay. We don't usually get tractor questions in the lawn tractor or any kind of tractor. But let's. uh, this one I think is solvable. I took my tractor in for a tune-up. They needed to drain the oil for a repair. Well, I use synthetic they put in conventional oil in it. Should I drain it or use it? Uh, well, I would, because I'm a cheapskate, I would use it until <laughs> the next season when it's ready for an oil change and then uh, switch it back to uh, synthetic. Denny, you're kind of finicky about stuff like I that, am. so you probably would change it and put the synthetic back in it. So, I, w- I would. Yeah, right. So it's kind of a personal preference. Certainly, the conventional oil is not going to hurt anything, and it's not going to affect the tractor long term. So it's just fine 
to leave it in there if you can ha- if you can emotionally handle it uh, then it'll be fine <laughs> if not then go ahead and change it it's no big deal to change it either yeah i i can see it's going to be fine just like you said change it when it's an interval uh, you know that needs changing so all right uh let's grab another one here before we leave a 2018 small jeep suv recently purchased from a dealer 70,000 miles on it. The transmission needs to be replaced. Dealer says three months to fix it. Says they will buy back the car. Should we return the car or can we trust that car will be okay after repairs? Well, I think that's a personal. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a crapshoot. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, you decide if you trust what they're telling you and if if, uh, if you feel good about it, then uh you know, let them fix it. If you don't, and don't, want, and you're done with it, and you're sick of it, then uh, take them up on their offer. That, yeah. That's probably not a bad deal either. Give me the cash. Yeah. Okay. All right, uh, Dan. How do we get in touch with you guys at Lloyd's Automotive, and uh, when exactly are you uh, open during the week? Well, come on over right now. We're at nine eighty-two Grand Avenue, and I just saw Jim drive by, so he'll uh, he'll be opening the doors here shortly. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or give us a call, 651-228-1316. Very good, Dan Burns. You have a good week. Stay healthy, and we'll uh, talk again one week from today. Sounds good. Thanks, Danny. All right, you bet. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Right after Jack Farrell's Wine Chat, which is next, get those lawn and garden questions ready. Julie Weisenhorf from the U of M will be hosting that hour uh, next hour in the 8 o'clock hour on our Smart Garden Show. Lawn and Garden Talk straight ahead after Jack Farrell. Here on News Talk 830 WCCO, where it's 56 degrees on our way to 75. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.